the Australian Defence Magazine podcast. Serving the business of defence. With Grant McHeron. Hi everyone and welcome back to the show. This episode, we'll be talking about ADM's new 30 Under 30 initiative, which seeks to recognise Australia's best and brightest and also showcase the rewarding careers available in the Australian Defence Force and Defence Industry. We've brought together some sponsor representatives and winners of the Women in Defence Rising Star category to discuss the importance of this new initiative. We thought it best to start with a description of the 30 Under 30 initiative and who better to chat to about it than the lady who's been instrumental in getting it all put together. Kylie Leonard, Associate Publisher for ADM Group. Welcome to the show. Hi there. Okay. Kylie, what is the 30 Under 30 initiative? The 30 Under 30 initiative came about because of the overwhelming interest and from sponsors as well as entrants as well as outside companies, in the Women in Defence Awards Rising Star category. So this year we had three sponsors all separately approach me, all wanting to sponsor that just that one category. That's all they were interested in. And it all relates back to the fact that what we need most in defence and defence industry at the moment is people. We can't get the people. So where do we need to get the people from? We need to get it from the under-30s. How can we encourage the under-30s to see that defence and defence industries a viable industry or workplace for them to be in, well, we look at the people that are already there and hence the 30 under 30 awards. Yeah, the phrase is you can't be it if you can't see it. Absolutely. Well, you've spoken about what the initiative is and to a degree you've spoken a little bit about the inspiration about the whole concept, but what was the inspiration within ADM to actually make this happen? It just It's just a great idea. I mean, we looked at it, we spoke to a whole lot of people out in industry saying, look, we're thinking of doing this, Shh, don't tell anybody. And it overwhelmingly came back with, oh, my God, just do it. We absolutely have to do this. Why hasn't somebody thought of it before? Fantastic. You know that people are out there wanting to do it. There's inspiration and support. So how did the team go about designing what has become this 30 Under 30 initiative? I talked to a lot of people. Uh, that's absolutely what happened um one of my daughters says people just like talking to me so that's what I did I went out and talked to people in industry I went and talked to a number of my sponsors from the women in defense awards about what this should look like and the response I got back was make it as broad as possible so that's what we've done the criteria for entry is you have to be working in defense in defense industry and be under 30 that's it Gender doesn't matter, employer doesn't matter, background doesn't matter. Just be under 30 and be working in our industry. Okay. So that makes it pretty simple. So anyone out there who uh, either is under 30 and working in defence industry or defence itself or has people that you know fitting that bill, please feel free to nominate yourself or them into the categories, yes? Absolutely. That's what we want to see. And we want to see as many people as possible. And there's an added bonus. It doesn't cost anything to enter. Fantastic. And how long are the entries running until? They run until the end of this month, the 29th of September. Okay. Well, everyone, get out there, get your entries in, and let's see if we can identify some upcoming talent within defence and defence industry. Kylie, thanks so much for coming on the show. You're welcome. And with that, we're going to move on and listen to some words from some of the sponsors who have stepped up to help make this initiative possible. Carl Oberg, Director and Co-Founder of Chorus, welcome to the show. Thanks, Grant. Good to be here. Right, let's start off with looking at what is Chorus's connection to defence? Chorus was founded by three directors eight years ago who were all defence veterans. 
And, you know, eight years down the track, there's still more than 40% of the company who are defence veterans. Uh, we also have a lot of people who uh, have worked in APS um, and a number who have worked in defence industry as well. So we've got a, a large percentage of the company have either worked directly in support of defence in uniform or otherwise um, and well connected to the objectives and outcomes sought by defence and, and understand some of the pains that they go through regularly. So, um, yeah, we see it as a, as a great privilege to continue to work in that space. So given you're working a lot with defence, your former defence yourselves, what is it for Chorus that is important about encouraging and recognising the under 30 demographic in the workforce? I mean, as I said, it is a huge privilege to work closely with defence and um, you think about the capability that they're generating all the time and, and two of those fundamental inputs to the capability are, are people and industry. You know, as a defence consulting company, we're part of defence industry and we take that role seriously as being an input to capability and we strive to offer, you know, professional services but we also want to deliver that in a sustainable model which will you know, train, mentor, encourage and grow the future generations of innovative thinkers and leaders. There's no surprise that people under 30 are, are the future, right? And generally when you think of consultants, you picture grey beards sitting around scratching their chins. Um, they've earned their kudos and, and um, value from many years in the workplace becoming experts in their own field. But if you limit the service that you offer just to that one demographic, you also limit the uh, perspectives that you can see and the outcomes that you can generate for the people you're working for. And um, millennials and Gen Zs bring a huge amount of benefit because they look at different perspectives, they bring a different viewpoint and uh, challenge norms more so, I think, than, than most generations. They will question assumptions, they explore perspectives uh, and all of that is aligned to our core values. So we're looking for uh, that breadth of experience and viewpoints to offer something different in the marketplace. So definitely a need for more people under 30 coming into defence and defence industry. Why specifically for Chorus are you interested in sponsoring a program to recognise upcoming talent in the Australian defence industry? I think all um, companies and businesses will say similar things when it comes to their people. Uh, the most difficult thing is to find great people. And for us, that's, that is the number one objective when we're looking at growing our business. We, we want to be known as a uh, radically progressive place where Australia's most ambitious, rigorous and creative thinkers can come and grow and enjoy their work. And of course, that means we have to find awesome people, innovators, creative and strategic thinkers who are dedicated to making things better for our clients and for the country. We see that sponsoring a program like this, which is a great initiative, is entirely aligned with our strategy for finding and rewarding and retaining extraordinary humans that are the future of our company, but also the future of supporting defence as well. Is there anything else you'd like to say while we've got you here? Look, I do think that this is a, a great initiative. Uh, it's often, I think about, particularly in our field in consulting, it's normally, as I mentioned before, we think of older, uh, more experienced people. And so the businesses out there often overlook the younger generation 
has been offering value as consultants. And I think it means that when they're finally old enough or experienced enough to be consultants, they may not be willing or interested in doing that. I think we offer something that's that's different and they can learn alongside the more experienced older guys and girls in the team. And we certainly have created a, a culture and a an environment where people are willing to question, they're willing to share their time and their experience with the others. And the outcome of that is that people progress well, they um, they feel like they're supported, and at the end, defence is getting a better outcome. They're getting um, a more rounded response and service from companies like us. And you know, I'd encourage other consultancies to perhaps challenge the model that they've got and try and attract some more younger people as well. We need to keep them in the industry. Carl Oberg, thank you so much for coming on the show. That was a great bit of insight there. Jeez, thanks, Grant. Taylor Griffin, welcome to the show. You were a Rising Star category winner back in 2019. Can you tell us a little bit about what you were doing back then? Yeah, so back in 2019, I was still a baby graduate engineer. Um, I was working on Wedgetail, I believe, and... Yeah, I believe I was into my second graduate rotation maybe at that time, um, doing some deeper maintenance stuff out at Amberley Air Force Base. But yeah, fresh face coming out of uni and yeah, feels like a, feels like a long time ago. <laughs> <laughs> and, and were you working with Boeing at the time? Yeah, yeah. So, I was with Boeing Defence um, and I'm still with Boeing Defence. So, yeah. Okay. So, you won the Rising Star category back then. How would you say that's motivated your work with uh, Defence Industry? Yeah, I think it was definitely, um, it definitely motivated me. Um, You know, I was really happy to get recognition for the hard work that I'd done at university and briefly in my professional role. It definitely motivated me to keep working hard. And as I said previously, you know, then not long after I won the award, we went into COVID. So it was kind of um, things were hard and it, it was all a bit stressful. So having the award was just another encouraging factor, I guess, to keep doing what I'm doing and keep seeking out opportunities and it also encouraged me to take every opportunity I could, I guess, to mentor other young women in the, in the industry and, you know, just be a support, um, not just within my company, but in other defense businesses. I've still got people reaching out to me now on LinkedIn, asking me questions and asking for help. So, I'm always happy to um, to lend a hand and to talk with anyone that wants to hear my um, <laughs> what's my opinion, wants to hear my voice, I guess. <laughs> well, it, it does sound like the, winning the award uh, back then did definitely raise your profile in industry and, and it mm. sounds like it's allowed you to do more outreach. Would you concur with that? Yeah, definitely. I'm still doing a whole heap of outreach, which is awesome. And yeah, like I said, that the outreach in particular that came with the award, I guess, is more mentoring other young females in, in the industry. Um, it's also, you know, getting the award was a great achievement that has really strengthened my resume. And although I've stayed at Boeing this whole time, it's been, you know, I've moved to different teams and I've had some really great experiences. And I think that winning the award definitely helped to get me where I wanted to go and where I am today. So, Last question for you is how do you see the Rising Star category that you were part of in the Women in Defence Awards and also this new 30 Under 30 initiative, how do you see that helping to boost interest in defence and defence industry roles for students and graduates? 
I think that these awards are so important. Um, they're something to aspire to, right, and to work towards. And the 30 under 30, I think, is a great initiative. It's going to be a prestigious list and one that I think many uh, young females in the industry will be working towards and setting their goals for. I think that there's lots of young women across defence who are absolutely killing it. Um, they're all trailblazers and I'm stoked that this new format for the awards will recognise their contributions and recognise, you know, 30 people as opposed to just one. And lastly, I think that it also shows that, you know, we're a supportive and inclusive community and we acknowledge hard work and we're a great industry to be in. I think that these awards really highlight that fact and I hope that students and graduates coming into our industry um, really see that through these awards in this new format. Uh, it does sound uh, like it's definitely going to help there. So do you have any final uh, comments or anything before we wrap here? Um, no, I don't think so. No final comments. Um, looking forward to seeing the award winners and who's making um, who's making the 30 under 30. I'm yeah, really looking forward to that and wishing everyone the best of luck. Well, Taylor, thanks very much for your time today. Oh, thank you for having me. Well, our next sponsor that we'd like to chat with is, of course, Toll Government and Defence. And we've got Janine McCoach, the General Manager for Growth Solutions, and Stephen Carroll, Marketing Manager from Toll Government and Defence. Welcome both to the show. Thanks, Grant. Good morning, Grant. How are you going? Yeah, not too bad. Thanks. Not too bad. And uh, let's kick off, Janine, if we can have a quick chat about what is Toll's connection to Defence? Toll has been, uh, you know, sort of supporting customers for around a number of years, right, and backed by Japan Post at the moment. So we're obviously, um, we're prime contractor for not just one but multiple contracts at the moment. So we're really working closely with Defence at just existing contracts and putting solutions together for for up-and-coming contracts as well. So what we do, we um, sort of work in the four main areas, but it, it does um, sort of expand beyond that. So it's, it's around that aviation um, services, lead logistics being that, that 4PL services, healthcare logistics, and also we um, provide support around contingency and sustainment activities for defence, exercises like talisman sabre, um, training exercises they may have on as well. So... Um, so we've really got that long history in dealing with Defence as a partner. But um, we're a pretty passionate group of individuals that work within the government and defence space, including many uh, veterans that we've got that we work alongside with that really don't just do it as a job, but we're, uh, I guess they're passionate about the cause, which is um, makes a big difference. So for me personally, um, I'm an accountant by trade, but worked within the department as a public servant for about 15 years. And then what I did was I moved over from there to um, jump out into uh, work with the National Disability Insurance Scheme. So um, very different. But then I have come back in to defence sector now um, on the other side of the fence. But I was reflecting just before around, you know, sort of my 20s to 30s and my career. I was overseas for five of those years working in oil and gas and um, and different sectors and travelling extensively. But I sort of was reflecting on what was important during that period in an organisation and one of them was around the need for really strong mentors um, and also being given those tasks that are a little bit more challenging and some of those tasks might not have been the sexiest tasks that you were going to get given. However, often they were really the ones that 
really helped um, cement some experience that you could take on into your next job. So um, for me, having that organisation that enabled you to do that and was was really important and it's absolutely something that I try and do now for for the young people in our team just to throw them some tasks, you know, that maybe, you know, they don't know or have a lot of background in but just see how their, um, you know, resilience can grab hold of that task and sort of run with it. So, yeah, that that's a little bit of background on on me personally and I guess that connection to toll, between toll and, and defence. Yeah, no, definitely. And uh, a lot of what you were saying there sounds like uh, some of the reasons why toll is encouraging and recognising the under 30 demographic. How do you see that as being important to toll? I think that there's a couple of elements to that that's really important. One of them is around that technology piece so and, and also diversity. So young employees, I have found, they bring a really different way of thinking to your workplace. They, they have those real fresh perspectives, you know, that can provide those new approaches to tackling a problem and a solution than maybe some of us older folk that don't have that. They also, I don't know, they're incredibly open to new ideas, which is great. Like, you know, I deal with a very wide range of age groups, both personally because I've got young children as well as through soccer club and that. But they definitely really bring that openness to, to just doing something new. And also they really celebrate the, the difference and that um, value, equity and inclusion. So that's something that's, that's good that they bring to the team. The, the technology piece is so super important though because obviously technology is moving so quickly and us older generation just have to embrace that and I absolutely rely on my younger members of the team who are keen and just know this is their tool that they've had all their lives. We haven't obviously had that all our lives. So, you know, I lean in on them to be able to always show me new ways of doing things without being embarrassed about the fact that I might not know that. It's about, you know, just going, hey, I need some help. I know there's a faster way to do it. Can you really help me? So so they really keep us older workers in check, I guess. Um, and, you know, and it's super important that we make use of that resource. Um, and, look, they really help everybody just adopt different platforms and better ways and bougier ways to do things, right? About that willingness to learn, though, that is what I've noticed a lot in, in my in my teams, you know, they've really been able to build their experience and apply their skills to the workplace. So, you know, they've recently come out of university, um, which means that they sort of are generally up to date with, I guess, that contemporary knowledge. So they're really able to just, um, you know, to come in and have that willingness to try different things. You know, I had a, an example of a really, um, of someone that was in our team that, you know, there was never any task that I could not throw at her that she just wouldn't be able to just to gobble up and really execute, you know, with really high polish. So, and also I guess one of the other things, um, they're very easy to, to, to train and to mould, right, which is super important, I think. And that's going to only advantage them when they move into different, you know, industries and and that. So I think that you know, some, sometimes older people like us can be a bit hard to train because we've got different, mind, you know, quite set mindsets. So I think that bringing these people into your team, it's fantastic. Just they're super easy to train and just to have that capacity to be really flexible and forward thinking. So that, and we just have that growth mindset all the time on. 
and just really enthusiastic. I think that um, there are some of the things that, that we as toll really make sure that we want to try and foster and why it is important to toll to try and bring as many of those into our team as possible through our graduate program. So Stephen, we'll switch over to your good self now. And uh, can you tell us why Toll is interested in sponsoring a program to recognise upcoming talent in the Australian defence industry? Yeah, well, the industry is super important to us. As Janine's just touched on, um, we're, a, we're a prime contractor within defence. And, um, you know, we're really proud of that. And we're really passionate about the industry itself and the role that we can play. And we're trying to get involved in... Um, uh, you know, a whole lot of initiatives across the defence industry, but also across our entire um, business, our toll group business that promote, um, you know, in- inclusivity and, and diversity. And um, we, we think this fits the bill. Um, and obviously, at the end of it, there's there's a, there's a massive benefit for everyone involved. Um, the, the, the cohort of 30 under 30 is, is the future of, of our industry, of all industries. Uh, and we know that recruiting at the moment is difficult. It's probably never been more competitive. There's a lot more choice out there and securing the the highest quality talent has never been more difficult. And, um, you know, there's a lot of ways that you can go about securing that talent and appealing to, to that cohort. And whilst in the role that we play, we can't necessarily recruit that talent ourselves necessarily um, for defence, but what we think we can do is get involved in programs that highlight high performance and, um, you know, provide some incentive for people to not only get involved but to stay involved. And, and for us, that's, that's a core reason uh, why we've decided to, to get involved in the uh, inaugural year of, of this event. There's a lot of alignment to our business more generally, but um, we think it's so very important for the defence industry um, as a whole. So, um, yeah, we're super excited to be a part of it. Well, Janine and Stephen, thank you very much for coming on the show and talking about Toll's involvement in the 30 Under 30 initiative. Thanks, Grant. Thanks, Grant. Madeline Bonfini, you're the director of RD Consulting and a former winner of the Rising Star category back in 2021. Welcome to the show. Thanks for having me, Grant. Yep, it's great to have you with us. And uh, let's get right into the questions. So the very first one we've got for you is, uh, how was winning in the Rising Star category a motivation for your work with defence industry? Um, Look, I'm really grateful for the recognition I received for my contribution to defence through receiving the award for the Rising Star category. I received the award as a result of leading the development of a strategic communication strategy that was created to expand reach simplify messaging and increase the effectiveness of how Army communicates to its workforce of over 35,000 people. The strategy enabled enduring positive outcomes for the branch and for the workforce that they support. Um, This award increased my appreciation for high-performing teams and reinforced the importance and utility of having the high-quality teammates that I work with. And it further motivated me to continue to lead and support teams as we find new and innovative ways to engage the workforce and communicate messages while still utilising traditional and effective methods of communicating. The award also reinforced the importance that RD Consulting has in working side by side with defence and defence industry. So winning in the category has definitely helped motivate your work, but uh, how do you see the category and the new 30 Under 30 initiative helping to boost interest in defence and defence industry roles for both students and graduates? Yeah, the, the 30 Under 30 initiative, I think, is a benchmark and a platform for ambitious professionals to ins- aspire to. 
And I think it affords a vehicle for development and recognition of widely skilled and diverse people that make up defence and defence industry. Providing a platform like this, it encourages excellence, ambition and inspires up-and-coming um, young achievers to become leaders in defence and to get into defence industry as well. Um, there's that old saying, you can't be what you can't see. And um, I think the more that graduates and students can see younger people achieving and doing great things and also seeing the wide variety of things that they are doing, uh, it gives them something to aspire to um, and they can see that that's really near and it's not far away if they work really hard. And I think the award recognition for young achievers, it also has a positive messaging effect by showing those young people that they can make a real change and it's now, it's not in you know 20 years into their career. Yeah, it definitely raises awareness and, as you said, puts it out there for people to understand that this is possible. They could be doing it. So winning in the uh, Rising Star category has raised your profile in defence industry even further than it already was. Has that allowed you to do more outreach to engage with younger people and help guide them on their own careers? Yeah, absolutely. Um, My university, Australian National University, uh, they actually get me to come back uh, and speak to the students and talk about my career, talk about what I've learned in my my short time in the workforce and also talk to them about defence industry and I do get a lot of questions about it. What's it like? and what do you do and what are the people like. And um, it's really great to be able to share with them how great it is to work in this industry and be able to serve Australia effectively, just not in uniform. Well, Madeline Bonfini, thank you so much for coming on the show. I really appreciated your views on uh, being a Rising Star category winner. Thanks for having me, Grant. Sandy Taylor, General Manager for Australia and New Zealand at Viasat Australia. Mate, how are you going? Uh, good, thanks, Grant. Um, really good, thanks. Thanks for having me on the show. Appreciate it. Excellent. Mate, we'll get straight into it. Uh, can you tell us what Viasat's connection is to defence and why you're supporting a defence or defence industry awards program specifically? Well, Viasat you know, has been involved in Australian defence industry and Australian Department of Defence programs for well over 30 years now. So we're, we've got a long history of supporting key strategic programs ranging from those large capability programs like Joint Project 2008, through to a number of tactical soldier edge programs, uh, supporting SOCOM and supporting other parts of Army headquarters. So we, as, as a, a resident uh, industry partner, we feel it's really important to give back to the community as well and help develop that next generation of uh, engineers and talent that will help support um, our industry going forward. So yes, it is important to bring on the next generation. So can you give us some more information about how recognising and encouraging the under-30 demographic in the workforce, how Viasat sees that as important? Well, I think I think you can even take it a step further up, further up the chain in terms of taking from a strategic perspective. You know, um, defence and spend on defence is strategically important uh, to the to Australia and its national interests. So we we Viasat, we, we the broader defence industry have an obligation to invest in that next generation of, of engineers, leaders, um, technical personnel, um, support staff that can actually support this, this critically important enterprise. So so why 30 under 30 for us? Well, you know, 
we're we're not unlike uh, many of the defence companies where we have a really large group of veterans um, supporting our workforce. We have a large group of of experienced personnel, but what we suffer from is a talent uh, a talent pool that we can access to then bring on to support our business going forward. So we we see it critically important to ensure that we're motivating and stimulating the development of that next generation, as you said, to make sure we have access to those people to support this critical national enterprise. So what inspired Viasat Australia to sponsor the program? What are you looking to get from that sponsorship? Viasat felt this is a really important uh, activity to support. Uh, we do believe that there is a, a challenge in finding the right talent and finding the right personnel to support the national enterprise of defence, defence industry. Um, ADM has a very strong credibility and very strong pedigree in defence and supporting the growth of defence industry. And we feel it's a really important activity to sponsor and support in that way. Um, far be it from just being a good corporate citizen, uh, we believe there really is a need to support and encourage that next generation so they can grow up to be the next le- next set of leaders and next set of entrepreneurs and next set of um, people making the change for defence and defence industry. So we think, it's a, we think it's a really excellent initiative by ADM and we're very proud to jump on as a supporter of the inaugural 30 Under 30. Well, Sandy Taylor, thanks so much for coming on the show. Thanks very much, Grant. ADM's 30 Under 30 initiative is another important step we are taking to recognise talent, showcase careers and help improve recruitment and retention. Entries are open until 4pm on Friday the 29th of September. You can find out more and lodge your entry by going to the initiative's website, which is adm30u30awards.com.au or by searching for ADM 30 Under 30. Thanks to everyone for listening and we'll be back in the not-too-distant future with another informative episode. The ADM Podcast is produced by Southern Skies Media on behalf of Australian Defence Magazine, a Yaffa media title. The views of the people appearing on this podcast do not necessarily represent the views of Australian Defence Magazine, the Department of Defence or the guest's employer. If you wish to use any of the audio in this podcast, please contact Australian Defence Magazine via their website, australiandefence.com.au or via email at defmag at yaffa.com.au. You've been listening to a Yappa Media Podcast. Southern Skies Media.